0: Hello, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life well, you're gonna have a lot of noise not sure what's going on with the headphones uh, anyway maybe they're shot we'll see anyway regardless Anywho, made it out beautiful sunny day with the dogs on the walk and realizing you know carrying a lot of uh, emotional baggage uh It is a challenging moment for me. What's going on? Part of me is really not comfortable. Um, You know, kind of realizing, uh, defining, hola. uh, Oh, you okay? You okay? (laughs) I think she gets pulled. Feeling useless. Anyway, hold on. Are you gonna have to hold on a second? I'm gonna to have to get those guys off the leash. Now that we are away from the neighborhood, hang in there, a second. Come here. Venga, venga. Ah, ya. Yeah. Si sí, siempre la prima. Loli, muy bien. Luna, ven aquí. Ven aquí. Muy bien. Okay. Estais libres. Now let me put those. I have my little sash here. Okay, so I don't have to. It's been cold lately, so even during the daytime, my hands can get quite cold. uh, I have to hold on to those leashes. (laughs) They're all pooping. (laughs) Good job, guys. Anywho, talking about the luggage. Uh, So, you know, I'm going every day, and I'm asking Edu, you know, if he needs help, you know. And pretty much the answer is always the same "no, and he's busy, you know he's doing stuff, and i 'm not, <laughs> not doing anything so it is it is definitely challenging. Uh, <laughs> it is challenging to be me in that setting. you know I, f- I feel like i 'm cheating. I feel like I'm cheating Definitely a part of me would uh, Would be fine Living now, really It's uh, I'm gone Um, And it is I guess it's not the first time you know, and I know that the feeling is not the first time, and uh it's gonna be interesting, I guess to be sleeping on it uh you know for for that uh little over a week and a half that's staying there, and I'm definitely uh willfully aware and strongly aware of what that entails and a part of me is uh gonna be watching the countdown um Oh, I would not mentioned, I threw away all the pot. I had bought a little pipe in Acorunia with uh, Belen. And uh, so all of that I threw away. I was like, yeah, I'm done. This is, you know, (laughs) this is just not it. Come on, Luna. So, anywho. So, whatever it's going to be, basically, it's going to be me facing it, however, uh, you know, no drinking, well, drinking is not an issue, I've never liked alcohol, but, uh, and I'm not saying no, like, I'm not saying that I would never do LSD or mushrooms, those still intrigue me very much, well, I think more intrigued by LSD than by mushrooms, um, could be interesting, but definitely we're more interested when I hear some of the the accounts by some people, but anywho, I'm, I'm kind of digressing here, let's see if I can stay on topic a little more. So uh I'm just feeling uncomfortable. You know. Yeah, uh, i it, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know the whole the whole thing started really with that morning. Um with Edu, you know, when 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 he basically expressed that and in the kind of uh manhandling way he had about it which doesn't really work well for me, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole macho stuff doesn't really work well. The whole angry thing doesn't work well with me at all. Uh, which is interesting. It's, it, there's definitely a hypocritical element to it because uh, <laughs> I, uh, I have done that. My goodness, I have done that. And even lately, I I get close to some of that with my uh, uh, self-righteousness. Oh my goodness, how fucking disgusting even the word is. Self-righteous. Plain old silly me. And that undeserved, unwarranted uh, reverence to that ignorance and the certainty of it self-righteous anywho so when some of that kind of unraveled you know I realized I made a conscious choice I'm like I am not going to defend myself I mean I I kind of realized in that particular instance that it was a misunderstanding and you know I tried to explain and then after (laughs) my second time which is actually pretty fast for me to stop you know, <laughs> Being like to stop repeating. It's interesting how sometimes we have this tendency of restating the same thing over and over and over again. How interesting the mind is, how it's working, you know, this defense mechanism. Anyhow, and was like, I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to say, I'm sorry, you're not a victim. I'm not like, I'm not guilty. And if you choose to see it that way, that's fine but that's on your own I'm, I'm not playing that hand you know and it really feels definitely that the the relationship or the connection was even more strained I mean for a while now even before that you know there was definitely a a a a, a quietness airy kind of a quietness uh Between Edu and I. And again, you know, I am pretty sure there have been things going on. But for whatever reason, he's chosen to never bring it up. And I, of course, respect that. And I was like, I'm not going to make myself responsible for that. So it's your deal. You know, I'm sensing it. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna play that hand anymore. The hand of Anthony. Say, hey, can we talk? Is there something going on? You know, I'm feeling, uh, you know, that I do with Pillar. You know, there's something that I feel I would express. But that's that's different, because there is the, the connection is different. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. I'm not sure if you can relate to that. My guess would be more than likely yes. You know that there are people with whom you just are not defensive. I mean, you know, I have you can feel really bad, but and yet remain vulnerable and not defensive because you trust that person you you have a bond or quality of a bond that's established and you know it was definitely not the case with edu but you know in a way i loved edu you know it was like a like i told him i'm here to help you so tell me what you need and then i will you know i'll help you out that's what i'm here for so and that's what i've been doing the whole time you know and it's been wonderful you know when i kept the place open for three weeks while it was gone you know, uh, you, I mean, you could feel a very nice energy. It's very grateful, and he's, he's a sweet guy. You know, when I when I had the stuff from the COVID and the side effects from the vaccine, you know, it was very sweet and uh, very caring. So there's there, there's a blend of things, and again, uh, what I stated yesterday stand the same, which is, you know, it's in the end it's not personal, but there is definitely a. Uh, a personal interaction, there is a personal quality or, you know, special quality of whatever that is between Edu and I. And I am very uncomfortable around it. Very uncomfortable. What's also interesting, parallel to that, is I've been watching uh, Leah Remini uh, with the Scientology The Aftermath. Uh, I think I've talked about Scientology before. It is really... <laughs> There is an element of, for me, that's fascinating, you know, and that's very easy. It's kind of a cheap shot, you know, kind of like poking at those people as, as kind of like uh, uh, psychologically or spiritually retards, you know. And a part of me, kind of, there's a little bit of that going on. It's like, seriously, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not speaking for children, you know, who are indoctrinated in that, but adults, you get into that as an adult, fully formed mind, and you, you swallow that Kool-Aid Wow, so. Yes, that's, that's this kind of like entertaining part of it. But I have, I, have, uh, I have come to appreciate it in a different light. And I don't want to use the wrong idea. Thing. Actually, I'm not even going to say that I think Scientology is bullshit. Because <laughs> if you look at the fairy tale in which we live, you know, with the story we have agreed upon, and if we look what's going on in our culture, I don't know. Is there anybody who has a higher, you know, who can throw away the first stone, who is clean, who has a high ground? I don't know. You know, it's just easy. It's kind of like uh, talking about addiction or or going to see a smoker and say, what the fuck are you doing? You know, that's an easy one to do. Uh, You know, instead of pulling the hair out of your brother's eyes, you know, why don't you just get the... The trunk. or oh, I forgot what it's called. In in your own eyes, you know, it's it's always easier. And of course, there are many factors, you know. And so anyway, at the same time, I'm kind of watching that documentary, that series. So it's quite a quite a few hours, but I have time on my hand, and it's cold. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my project is pretty much, uh, yeah, me. I do a couple more things, but i 'm pretty much done with what I need to do so and right now i 'm not feeling the impetus to uh, to do anything you know I offer my help every morning and i 'm being declined so'm i 'm basically doing that exercise, and I feel good about that, making that step you know and uh, and so i 've been watching some of that and kind of along with what I'm feeling, you know, listening about those stories, about those people. And uh, because a part of me is like, Anthony, just, just stick with it. And not just the Scientology documentary. I mean, I'm reading every morning during meditation. I read this book called The Teaching of Buddha. It's from a Japanese Zen. Uh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. I never knew his name. Uh, I've read it, but I don't remember it. And, uh, you know, it talks about... In a Buddhist philosophy, there's a lot, you know, they talk about cemeteries, about people going there to learn. And one of the symbolic ways to look at it is, it's a one place where nobody wants to go. So it's like going to where you don't want to go. So I am... A, vacillating between on one end just tough it up just stay just surrender to whatever that is which brings one technical difficulty one is that I do not view Edu at all as a teacher Uh, and again I'm going to refer to the Buddhist philosophy where one of them at least one that I have read uh, I forgot is kind of a trickster he's a guy from the 19th century an interesting Buddhist uh, monk Uh, they seem to be a very interesting teacher, and he talks about how your teacher is going to have to prove himself. He's going to have to do something to deserve your respect and your submission, but once he has proven himself, then you will surrender your life to him because there will be a recognition and awareness that he knows more and is capable But we're not talking about learning math. We're talking about life and living kind of like a, with some kind of moral rectitude, you know, having something more than just what the baggage you have. And so that's something that I've also been uh, not struggling with, but, you know, being confounded because I've never found such a person. Never. Never they've been men that I've respected I think it would have happened under men's disguise although to be fair uh, you know I guess when I fell in love so maybe falling in love to me would be the closest to having had a master in that way or surrendering and you know Glenda and definitely Pilar uh, are the two women in my life with whom I felt that so maybe I could you know link that to that possibly but in the end I've never found that and uh, definitely when it came to Edu there was no, no teacher there for me there was nothing that I was interested in terms of uh, him embodying something that I wanted to to suck on you know to to, to infect myself with so that I would uh, become imbued in it somehow And there was just nothing. I mean, you know, he has a lot of sweet qualities and, you know, he's a hardworking man. He's, you know, he's reliable. Uh, You know, there's nothing wrong with the guy. It's just, uh, that's not the platform that I'd be jumping off anyway in terms of those kind of qualities. You know, there would be something that would more than likely defy, you know, the, the, the rational mind in some way. Anyhow... So, so on one hand, I have that, you know, reading about... Also, I was reading a Tolle, which I do every morning as well. And he was talking about... Well, actually, really, in terms of relationships. So, this morning was interesting because he was on a topic of that. So, you know, right on the dot. And... Uh, readings have been interesting lately. I feel like somehow they're very, very pertaining to what's going on with my mental states in in a very interesting way. Um, Theresa of Avila, side note. But anywho, so Eckhart Tolle uh, was brought up again the relationship and then uh, in terms of toxic relationship or, you know, challenging or toxic, you know, how does, you know, how does one know? You know, when something is just hard, you know, call it tough love, but it's meaningful, you know, versus you just have your fucking arm on a flame, and if you leave your arm there, you're gonna burn your fucking arm. Get your arm off. Binga, <coughs> mean, guys. Lori. And so. I wondered about that because it did bother me you know I, I several times i have stated that you know I, I will stay here i will not be the one to leave you know it will be the one or somebody will be the one to tell me Anthony we want you to leave and and i'm not even going to go into that line of arguing saying that in a way you could say that uh edu in a way it's kind of doing that I don't actually, I don't believe that. A part of me, there's a little bit of scratchy there. Because he had made the comment during that morning talk about when he felt betrayed. He was like, well, you know, you can stay here for the winter because I say that you could. You know, meaning if I not said that, <laughs> you, you you would be out on your ass. That was pretty clear. But regardless, he was like, uh, I'm going to stay here. And, then, uh, you know, I won't be the one to cut that umbilical cord. And I'm the one cutting it and uh and what's pretty clear now and again i don't have to uh i don't have to make any hardcore decision you know i have a i have a train ticket back to here even though i'm pretty sure i'm not going to and i can't get a refund for it so that ticket stands so it's going to be interesting uh you know i'll be breaking my silence in the next few days i'm not sure when uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm doing what I said I wasn't going to do. So, I'm going against my word. And it does bother me. So part of me feels like a wimp. You know, like like a, like a pussy, like a, like a weak guy. Say, so look at this guy, he can't handle a little discomfort. You know, nobody beat you up. You're not in a fucking jail. Nobody burned you with anything. You're not being starved. And sure, I agree. I agree with that completely. There's nothing to disagree with. <laughs> but my need to feel welcome for a meaningful place to be in and to be useful carries its weight. And... Uh, interesting i'm uh <laughs> after a little while not doing any recording realizing that i'm enjoying that you know you know i mean there's there's so few people with whom i could have that conversation so whoever you are out there you know well, there is one person actually there's only one that i know with whom i could have uh that conversation right now <laughs> i think i don't have to mention you know, her name i think you know who it is and uh, and in a way you know, me recording my thoughts as I'm taking this beautiful walk chilly, my fingers are cold (laughs) because I'm holding the phone because the headset is not working Um, which, anyway, regardless good thing I bought it at Media Market I can go to Lyon today's Tuesday in the next couple of days to exchange it so we'll see. Anywho. So what am I saying? So yeah, about it's not even conflicting feeling, they just they're just what they are. You know, one is yeah, I feel like a wimp, I feel like I failed there, you know, my I don't have that stamina. And another part is like I have clarity about what I'm feeling. I'm not here anymore. I don't I don't want to be here anymore. I don't feel what I needed to feel to stay what I felt, you know, when I came. And it was wonderful. And maybe, you know, Maybe it's just that the honeymoon is over, and uh, I don't know. In the end, it doesn't matter. Because I have made the choice to trust my intuition. Eh? Call it whatever you want. But I call it my intuition. And uh, I trust it. actually nice so the path that I've made for the dogs we almost don't see we don't we don't almost do not see any dogs so, that sounds weird at English we almost do not see any dogs Ugh, sounds horrible somehow maybe I'm saying it wrong anyway so and we have already coming back so she'll be back I guess tonight <laughs> So that'll give me at least, uh, you know, another incentive to preserve my talent. Hey, Benga! Uh, and Until next Monday, and then I will, uh, I will break it, and then uh, basically let it do, and then let everybody know that I'll be leaving in a week. So. Yeah, I felt one week is is good enough, and you know that gives me at least until Monday, you know, to be sitting with this thing day in day out. You know, my train ticket is still there for the return from Barcelona to to León. So, you know, will that change? Will that evolve? Will a part of me, you know, shift? I doubt it, but again, when I think about Belen, you know, when I left, after you know, she had uh, basically backed up on back back backed away from. We backed up. Uh, she had gone back on her words on a commitment that was foundational for me, and uh, not not able to leave. Well, actually, I also was getting the COVID. <laughs> well, regardless, I guess you can take it materially. I can take it on many levels, you know. When uh, symbolically, saying that maybe there was just uh, one way to keep me there. So you never know, you know. My guess is it's really unlikely. I just, I just don't see that changing. Uh, I'm well. There's a good possible chance you know when already gets here he's going to be a little more chirpy uh, also there was another woman that was with him uh, not that long ago they stayed here a few days so he's uh he has his uh, share of he has his harem of ladies shall we say he's definitely uh, a ladies man for a few of them and uh but regardless it's uh And also, when I will let him know on Monday, I'll be like, I, I will be getting my food. I won't, uh, I won't be, I won't, I won't be giving you a grocery of what I need. I'll go to get what I need. So that also something that's bothered me. That's also going in my head. Um, anyhow, yeah. So, but then again, you know, it's like putting it on him. Which is good because... I mean, which is... No, I'm sorry. Which is easy to do. You know. It is an easy uh, limelight. To get fixed it, like a moss, you know. On those freaking lights. Like, that zaps them. So... easy, easy. he's an easy target. Here we go. That's what I was looking for. He's an easy target. And in the end, no, none of it matters. Because in the end, I feel what I feel. So, what led me... That's definitely questionable. You can, I could argue about um, why am I at that point. Could I have done something else? Well, actually, maybe not even there. There's argument because uh, you know there could have been things you know like to sit down and talk. But I've made the choice. I've made the conscious choice that that's not that's not what I was going to do anymore. I wasn't going to justify myself. I didn't want, I wasn't interested in arguing. You know. Uh, and realizing that the kind of line of communication that I'm interested in, and again, I am not, nowhere perfect at it. Nowhere perfect. But the line of communication I'm looking for is where, one, you know, has his point of view, but you can also insert your own. And it became very clear after that day that that wasn't going to happen. Actually, even Actually, that became clear even before, when there was a talk about... Oh the conspiracy theorist, you know, and me being fascinated about I really found the mind so interesting, you know how we can justify or what we can do with it. The imagination part of it is impressive and uh and anyhow, so he had his kind of angle on it, but he it was basically pretty set on it, and I was like, yeah, I'm not interested I'm definitely uh <laughs> i i would call it uh, i'm not having any more urban moments to where i don't want to argue i'm just i don't see the value in it you know it's it's not worth the investment of energy what i get from it you know and i don't i don't need certainty i don't need the truth to be able to take the next step you know to, to be able to to be in tune enough with uh Who I am, what I feel, what I understand my values to be at the time, you know. Though they are relative and conditional and temporal and ephemeral, you could even say. But they are what they are at any given time. And uh, I realized with Edu, after that first chat we had, it was uh, strong animated, but it was good in a way. But I was like, yeah, I don't want that anymore because... Uh, I could tell you, you know, what you said, but you, you more than likely could not. You know, that's happened to me also. And I think I'm coming I'm coming to terms with that, which is I want that. If I'm going to talk to somebody, if I'm going to have some kind of a communication, I want that openness. I want a two-line communication. Same thing like with, uh, you know, with Pilar and I. I don't just want me to love a person but it's important that the other person as well so the, the it is hard it is a challenging one uh, there's a guy tilling his uh, cornfield for the winter it is challenging it is challenging to sometimes get out of your own fucking head I'm definitely guilty on that but I am I am making an effort and it is something important to me and I can see it. Um, yeah, I can, I can see it. I mean obviously being in silence is not a fair statistical comparison, but uh, lately lately, I have not really getting into things. I kind of started from time to time but I realized it rather quickly and then I moved on. And uh, and that's new. So it's not just something that I'm saying, but it's something that I'm believing, and it's something that I'm valuing. And in a way, those facts, those observable facts from my standpoint, tell me that, okay, I say, game's on. Okay, I'm actually putting some muscle behind that yeah I'm not I'm backing it up with more than just words and again I wasn't I didn't expect anything in terms of uh, you know have, having Jesus moment with uh, Edwin sitting down and Kumbaya and none of it but just something changed and uh I'm, you know, I don't know, maybe call it my, my, my tolerance is even more, is even more, less skin deep, you know, it's less and skin deep when it comes to those things, so it's something very important to me, and I guess, I still go to a protective stance, when I do feel that's kind of happening so I guess it's still something that I need you know and oh I haven't found anything better you know it is still challenging the the social factor the social component of my life is still very very challenging to be authentic open vulnerable you know and with other people and as of now I I mean it's like I am I'm a recluse here pretty much I just uh, well I'm obviously in silence but I'm pretty sure next week we'll see Uh, I just yeah it's like I don't want to be around people well, that's not true. That's not true. There are some people see, like Jose, the guy who's doing the work. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's adorable. This guy's adorable. So here I am in silence, cracking up. <laughs> he just cracks me up, this guy. Very funny. Anyway, sweet guy. I'm, I like him. So it depends. But most people are just. Uh, I don't want to just talk. So. It's uh, it's definitely something that I'm carrying. So I don't know if it's a kind of a scar of a wound that maybe one day will heal. Maybe it's just part of my DNA. You know, maybe that social awkwardness is going to trailblaze with me. And uh, I guess at the end of the day, I'm not too worried about it either way because you know what difference does it make so far. I, I am not going to join a monastery, so I'm not going to move away from life. So I'm still going to be putting myself in in social situation. I'm still going to be meeting people. And uh, I guess it's just going to be about showing up. And then let's see what I do this time and that time and this time. And, you know, for some people, it may take them, you know, two or three years to develop a set of social skills where they can fit and have you know, an an enriched connection, and whatever it is, you know, and they're able to navigate that social uh, uh, minefield. And maybe some people never do. I just watching. Uh, I just finished watching uh, higher learning, which is an all-moving with uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, and uh, there was this kid. I think I think it's Michael Rapaport that was in there. And he basically plays a social, social awkward... And he's, of course, red-headed. Social awkward kid going to college, you know, trying to find a place to fit in, you know, wanting to fit him. And in the end, he end up joining a, a Skinhead because pretty much everybody find him too awkward. So he basically is... In a way, you could call him... He's ostracized, in, in a way, because of his... Uh, you know, awkwardness, social awkwardness. Put him on, an, on a... Autistic spectrum or what, doesn't matter. And kind of looking at the guy, it's like... ...yeah, yeah, I can relate to you, you know. you being like there, and it's like... ...how does this shit work, you know. And, uh... ...where is, uh, where is Luna? Is she gonna have to go all the way back again to come back? I guess she will. And I'm still uh, definitely... Carrying that baggage Uh, I don't think I quite carry it Luna Hey Ven aquí Muy bien I don't think I carry it Quite the same way that I used to But Uh But it's, it's something that I'm still playing with, and I'm still confused by, and definitely a part of me feels stupid for it, you know, for not being able to crack that code, you know, which seems to be non existence for so many people. <laughs> it's just something normal and natural that people do, you know. They socially relate to each other, and they just... and. Uh, For me, there is just a very, so far, a very small percentage of people with whom that door inside of me open. And if that door does not open, it is painful to try to force it open. And would I dare say impossible, you know, because then it feels like you're fucking drinking bleach, this forced, you know. And uh, and that's something that I don't. I don't want to drink the bleach anymore. But I do. You know, I do value community. Um, you know, it's, it's still... So it's still my path. It's still something that I'm going to be dealing with. And... Uh, and I have no idea. More than, uh, you know... Mas allá de esto... No sé, no sé. Todavía... You know, estoy en esta búsqueda digamos y creo que estoy aprendiendo a, a caminar de una manera un poco más suave digamos sin preocuparme senza. sin lo siento sin es italiano sin, eh, sin preocuparme tanto del del destino, yeah. So yes, I am well, actually I don't really know where I'm heading toward, but I'm you know it seems like I'm heading towards something. So I have a goal in mind, obviously. I mean, I wouldn't be moving on, I wouldn't be, you know. Um, that's interesting eh? that I don't really know what my goal is, though. You can't. Move forward without a go. Anywho. uh, Yeah, to be... To just be more kind for now. It seems to be the best that I can get out of it. You know? When the opportunity is right, challenge yourself. Push yourself a little more. Stay a little longer. You know? And then... When it gets to be too much, just move on. Go and take care of business. It's not the end of the world. Hanga! Yeah, we have people out and doing things. Beautiful day. Aya! Aya! Hey! Anywho, I think that's enough. So, as I go on with my walk. shall see huh? we shall see where that takes us so wishing you a beautiful uh rest of the afternoon or whatever time zone you are in when you're listening to that and uh dot 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 i realize <clears throat> i forgot to <laughs> um Follow suit with the whole Scientology uh, documentary. There was a point to to it, and the point was so on one hand reading about you know Buddhism, and then Eckhart Tolle, you know one part about you know challenging oneself to to be in challenging situation and to be able to stay there. That's one. So the idea of okay, you know stay, Anthony. just take it, take it like a man, type deal. And the other. The thing about Scientology, where those people have been in those places where... And again, I'm not saying that's me, but that's something that to me that stand out, let's just say. And... Uh, the people just took abuse, and they, there was nothing meaningful about it, it was not useful. So, you know, where is that line drawn between a challenge, you know... This crisis, you know, danger, opportunity. Hey! Bingo! Luna! And the other to where just to stand the line. So that's kind of what I'm basing in lately out here. Anyway, I just wanted to add that because I realized I wasn't quite clear about the whole Scientology.